Good day, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Fantasy Football Friends Forever. Mad Max here alongside Pistol Pete. Uh, first things first, make sure to uh, follow us on Spotify if you're a first-time listener or have not followed us already. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, help uh, grow the channel. Uh, Pistol, how was your weekend? Uh, it was good. Uh, that Last night's game, that was a shootout. What do you think? Yeah, it was, it was a good game. Hit the over, so 59 total points. Uh, good fantasy production for most players, I would say. A couple duds in there, but uh, Russell Wilson balled, hooked up with Tyler Lockett on that nice throw. That was nasty. That was crazy. I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was throwing that out of bounds. I was watching it live, and I, I have Lockett in two <laughs> leagues. I couldn't believe he came down with that ball. That was a spectacular catch. They were saying a next gen stat was like a six point two percent catch probability, the lowest since like two thousand seventeen. Crazy stat, whatever. <laughs> like, you know, take those stats for what they're worth. But uh, a nice throw and catch is what that means, I think. Yeah, it was insane. And Russell Wilson, that guy's balling. I mean, he's top two or three MVP considerations right now. He's right up there. 17 for 23, 268, four TDs, 32 yards rushing. The guy's just balling. He, de- he defies, like, the basic metrics of, fantasy football he doesn't throw the ball a lot he's like in a run heavy offense his touchdown rate is just incredible for his throws and so every year they're just like well can he keep up his touchdown rate and it's just like every year he's just like yeah i'll throw for 23 times throw three touchdowns like he, yeah he just defies the odds it's crazy and uh his awareness like that backyard football stuff in the pocket i mean aaron donald's like in the backfield almost every other play <laughs> And he just can't get him down. <laughs> slippery. He's slippery. Um, Carson looked nice. Big workhorse role. Like, they believe in Carson. And I stand by that. That's Pete Carroll's back. Uh, 27 carries. Uh, one catch out of the backfield, which you don't love, but it was a touchdown. Gosh, he, <laughs> he almost, he almost dropped, it. dropped it. I think he was surprised how wide open he was. I honestly forgot he was even in the play. Like, I was like. Oh, I wasn't. I didn't forget. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm. I had him. I have him in my league, obviously, and then I had him in DraftKings. So, uh, big Chris Carson day. Disley looked good again. Disley's a stud going forward. Four for eighty-one, and he had that little option. He had a few rushing yards, but I love Disley going forward. Yeah, he would, he was a great pickup. Uh, probably a couple weeks ago, you would have had to pick him up. Could have been trade target. That's past now. He's t- top six tight end. I want to say top five, but. He's, he's locked in. I, I think him, Lockett, Carson, and Disley are just your must-starts week in, week out going forward in fantasy football. Top-end options, I think. I um, that. On the Rams side of the ball, I mean, tough loss. Zerline's normally nails, and I couldn't believe he pushed it right. Honestly. I couldn't either. I thought, I thought it was gold. I mean, they got down the field. I mean, Cooper Cup's running an out every other play. He's just wide open, like 10, 15 yards. How do you not know he's running an out route? Yeah, I don't – I mean, at least just double cover the guy if you need to. I don't – like, Everett, he had a career game, 7 He looked good. And there was a stat – well, not a stat, but a fact. That was Sean McVay's first pick when he got there, second rounder a few years ago. Interesting. I and didn't know that. He's finally getting it rolling. That was a – that would have been a nice tight end play. I know Gerald Everett was like a like a sleeper pick in the offseason, and then they signed Tyler Higby 
to a contract. And so that kind of like quieted the Gerald Everett sleeper tight end kind of mantra. But he's looking really good. I I kind of looked at him in that DFS line. I'm like, you kind of are scrolling and you see like you see Gerald Everett and you just have like this thought in your head like he had an increased role last week. And so I kind of that's what I'm looking for is like a guy that like is starting to come on the scene and like, yep, broke out like monster game. Uh, and with Cooks with his injury, good little streamer option if you need tight end. Yeah, it is. And uh, speaking of Cooks, one catch and he about died on the field. Uh, it was a brutal game for him. And Woods, five for 48. It's okay. It's not. I'd like him. Oh, more. you're, yeah. You're I mean, not liking that. At, I mean, nine points in a PPR, but I mean, you're, you're wanting 12 to 15 out of Woods, I would say. Oh, yeah. And Goff. Didn't play bad, 29-49, almost 400, 395 and a TD. He started off brutal in that first quarter. I was, I was going to say, like, he he kind of padded his stats there towards the end of the game, I think. And, like, Goff is just not the guy. <laughs> like, I, I'm just not a huge Goff believer. He's going to be able to produce, like, fantasy numbers because he's with McVay. But as far as, like, if I was a Rams fan, I'm, I'm not liking it. I don't like Goff, but... I mean, he's going to produce, like, Cup. He's going to get Woods going. Like, but that's the thing is, like, Robert Woods is going to be inconsistent week to week, I think, along with Cooks because of Goff's play. Like, Cup is, like, the the staple, I think. Yeah, Cup's a stud going forward. And Gurley, and he saved his day with those touchdowns. I mean, 15 Again, for 51. Yeah. I mean, his average is, like, three point something yards a carry. Three catches, but six yards. But you got to like seeing him getting those touchdowns because that was my thing with Gurley is this year he's still like a solid RB2 because of red zone looks. And after week one, when Malcolm Brown was in, in the red zone, I was just like, get rid of Gurley. Like if he's not even getting red zone looks, that guy's getting limited touches. So I, you got to like at least him being utilized in the red zone, getting those looks. So if he can hit double-digit touchdowns with his limited production on the ground and through the air, I still think he's a, a solid RB2 option. He he's is. not Todd Gurley of the of the past, though. He's not, and I don't think – a lot of people didn't think he would be, but I know some people that still took him RB1. I mean, he was still going – top two rounds yeah and i i don't like i don't agree i didn't agree with drafting him there i didn't ever see him getting that workload i just was a firm believer they were going to manage how many carries he was going to get how many snaps he was going to get so i i was never taking todd Gurley with a like in the top 12 backs i would say like right around 14 15 is kind of where i had todd Gurley, but he was going like as rb10 yeah he was going rb10 in most of my leagues and yeah, I just didn't like the reports from the knee. But overall, I mean, Cooper Cup. Just so, like he's he's a wide receiver one. Wide receiver one, no doubt about it. He's like he's almost like a league winner if he can keeps if he can keep this up going forward. He reminds me where of, he, where you got him. You got him in like the fifth sixth round. Reminds me of Adam Thielen last year. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, all the targets he's putting up a hundred yards a game, a touchdown. It is a lot of Adam Thielen all over again. It is. It's a good comparison. And um, um, so yeah. that kind of wraps up the coverage for Thursday night. Uh, kind of some sweet and sours for this weekend. We're kind of switching up how this segment goes. Uh, sweet and sours before being studs and duds of the weekend. Now we're doing more of like a stardom, sit 'em, 
sweet matchups or sour matchups. Uh, so to start off, who you got as a sweet matchup? Uh, started off my quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. I mean, that's going to be a shootout. Sunday night against the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are allowing 20 points a game to opposing quarterbacks this year. And a stat I saw today, Jacoby Brissett is the only quarterback in the league to throw multiple touchdowns in every game. Wow. That blew my mind. I mean, (laughs) he's probably probably because Mahomes didn't throw one last week. Yeah, no, exactly. But, I mean, Jacoby Brissett, I'm penciling him for 20 points minimum. He's been super consistent week in, week out. Um, He He's kind of got this Dak Prescott feel to him where he's a low-end, startable quarterback, but you're not loving it. I, I don't see like the ceiling with Jacoby Brissett, but he's going to throw for probably 250, two touchdowns. Like, you can pretty much pencil him in for that. I think they run the ball a lot. Marlon Mack practiced uh, today, so he's going to play. Naeem Hines, I think, is going to get some good work through the air. Definitely a, a solid streamer option. Yeah, and DFS play honestly. Um, for mine, my sweet matchup is Andy Dalton. Uh, he plays Arizona, so I mean, I just feel like that's a layup as far as matchups go. And like, he's like a streamer, like bye week fill in streamer. Like, if you're going zero quarterback strategy, love some Andy Dalton this week. Yeah, especially in DFS. Uh, I think. Zach Taylor, he needs to bounce back with that offense. That offense yeah. has been struggling. He was a boy wonder, you know, Sean McVay guy, and I haven't seen it yet. I mean, there's running that same three receivers, one tight end, one running back. It's like the Rams do like 80% of the snaps, and Arizona's defense is terrible. If Andy Dalton can't have a good week this week. Well, like Andy Dalton had good starts this season. He just really struggled against Pittsburgh, and that's what, like – I think people are kind of overreacting to that. I think Pittsburgh's got a better defense than people estimate. And so Dalton was under pressure a lot. He doesn't handle pressure well. No. I just don't see Arizona getting pressure on Dalton. I think he's going to have a pretty good game. I agree with that. And uh, speaking of the Bengals, (laughs) my uh, sweet guy for receiver, Tyler Boyd. Uh, I feel like you got to start him against that secondary. They've allowed 10 passing touchdowns through four weeks. No John Ross. He's getting all the looks there. No, you're definitely looking for a bounce back from Tyler Boyd because he had a rough – he's had a couple rough outings, honestly. He's he's had a couple really good ones, but overall, like, a good pick, good stardom. Like, don't, don't overreact to Boyd's game last week and sit him for some flyer wide receiver on your bench. Um, my sweet wide receiver is Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, he'll be back like fully in my estimation this week. No Deshaun Jackson. I think it's a great matchup against the Jets. Tough defense to run on, so I think they're going to attack the Jets through the air. Gotta love some Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, the secondary is not great for New York. I agree. I think they're going to throw, throw. And, I mean, Nelson Aguilar didn't catch a ball last week. I just, like, and I, I feel like Jeffrey's one of those guys that people possibly listening or not listening <laughs> could start Jeffrey but might have them him benched. Like, they might just not be that high on Jeffrey, want him to prove it. And my thing is, like, I don't like being someone that's, like, behind a week. You know, like, you don't want to not start Jeffrey this week in a plus matchup and then he has a good game, and then you want to start him next week when 
you might have a negative game script matchup. Yeah, you want to be ahead of the curve on that one, and this week's the week to do it. Uh, my last guy, running back, my uh, Packers boy, Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones is going to get a ton of work. Jamal Williams, not likely to play. No Devontae Adams. He's going to be involved in the pass game a lot. I think there's going to be a lot of dump-off screens to Aaron Jones. No, it's definitely a solid play this week, uh, plus matchup for him. Uh, I like I like Zeke. I think it's gonna be a like a very run heavy attack. Uh, that game will be. I think Jason Garrett's gonna run the ball again, like they did last week. I mean, Dak's been airing it out, but I I do feel that they want to establish the run, the Cowboys, and I I also think the Packers are trying to do the same. Honestly, yeah, I think they need to in that matchup. Um, mine's Sony Michelle, my sweet matchup. Uh, just a guy that, I mean, he hasn't done a lot to warrant like a start. Like he definitely has this like sour taste in your mouth as an owner. He has had a good week. He scored a touchdown and that's his upside is like Sony Michelle. He's getting the work. He's getting like 17 to 20 carries. I think he scores a touchdown this week against Washington. It's a good matchup. Like, I just feel like this is a Sony Michelle game. And, like, you can't – with the Patriots running back, you have to predict what their game plan is going to be. And with Burkhead banged up, I think the Patriots are going to get ahead and run the rock. I'd hope so. And Wayne Gallman scored two last week against that Redskins defense. Um, Sonny Michelle, he's getting the work. It's just that yards per carry average is brutal. But, Washington, like – Washington's not good. Like I, I think I think they get Sony Michelle going this week. I I stand by that. I have them in the flex in our league. Like, just sometimes got to take these risks. Like you can't. If James White wasn't playing, I'd be a little more on board. But I think James. I don't even care if James White's playing. James White doesn't really steal too many. I would care if Burkhead's playing. But I I feel like Burkhead's got this foot issue. I I'm all in on Sony Michelle. <laughs> I love you, some Sony. Um, some sour plays for the week sour plays at quarterback Baker Mayfield uh, at 49ers I don't love the matchup that defense is I like the Niners defense as a play like a streaming play this week yeah it's solid not a, uh, even just flying cross country like 49ers are good and that defense Richard Sherman you know he's not going to shut down OBJ I don't think but I think it's a big Nick Chubb week again I think they're gonna run the rock with Chubb. I almost made Chubb as one of my uh, my sour plays. I I think they're gonna shut down Nick Chubb. Like, well, then it might be a it. long day I, for the Browns. I think it's gonna be a long day for the Browns. I think Monday night the Niners are about to show the whole world why they're in my top five for the NFL. Oh man, we should. I almost want to <laughs> bet you on that. We'll one. figure one out. We'll we'll get some drinks. <laughs> what about yours? Oh, I've got Dak as my sour matchup for quarterback play um not that you're necessarily going to sit deck you might not have a better option um but i do think they're going to try to run the ball i don't think i don't think they're going to be airing it out with Dak. and so i i'm just saying Aaron, like lower your expectations for the amount of points Dak prescott's going to be scoring this week uh, i agree with that the packers run defense just horrid i mean they they let Jordan Howard go wild. 
And you're right, Zeke hasn't had that huge Zeke game yet. And it's I coming. It is, and I think he's getting 25 carries minimum. I think they're feeding him. They After are. they saw what Jordan Howard did to him, they're they're going to try to run it down their throat. Yeah, you got to, and that's going to be a long afternoon for my Packers. I just, yeah. Uh, my sit running back, Wayne Gallman. Uh, tough matchup with Minnesota. Tough matchup with Minnesota. I still think a lot of Barkley owners that – Picked up Wayne Gallman are going to play him. Uh, the- I'm not playing. I have Gallman. I'm sitting Gallman. I I don't think he's doing anything this week. I have a bet with a coworker that he scores less than tw- or less than twelve and a half. Yeah, that's. Yeah, he's probably going to score like maybe ten. Maybe ten is what I'm thinking. Yeah, Minnesota's rush D had one rushing touchdown all year. That def- that front seven's <laughs> good. So I'm. I'm not starting Wayne Gallman. I don't. I I will find better options. <laughs> I'll start Royce Freeman over Wayne Gallman this week. Touche. Honestly, um, my sour is Josh Jacobs against that Chicago defense. I just don't like. I don't see it. Yeah, that's my boy. Uh, I really don't see it either. Just a brutal matchup. But yeah, it's going to be a long day for Josh Jacobs. He's just not involved enough in the passing game. That he could be, he could be, and it's just surprising to me. They're playing a lot of DeAndre Washington. Way, way more than I expected. Honestly, He's, going to DeAndre play. Washington is a solid football player. I would say not fantasy relevant. I wouldn't like. I want to go pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> He's a solid football player. Um, who else you got? Oh, my last one. Uh, this is your boy, Juju. Not loving the matchup. I'm not loving it either. Oh, got that man. lingering toe injury. And one of the best corners in the league, Marlon Humphrey. I mean, he locked down OBJ. He's going to be shadowing Juju if he plays. And his just lack of downfield targets by Rudolph, besides that 76-yarder he had against the Niners, which was really a 10-yard pass, and he did the rest, it's low. It's like 1.8 yards like per attempt. It's I have half a, I have half a mind to start Deontay. I have Deontay Johnson on the bench in the league. I have Juju. And I have half a mind to start Deontay Johnson over Juju. I, <clears throat> I just, I'm not loving it right now. I, I, I see more chemistry between Deontay Johnson and Mason Rudolph than Juju and Mason Rudolph. It, it's a hot take, but it is. It'd be pretty cheeky. <laughs> it would be. Che- I, I think it's just in season long. It's not smart. But in DFS, like I'm not starting Juju in DFS, and I do have Deontay Johnson in a DFS lineup. So. Um, my last sour is Amari Cooper versus Green Bay. Jair Alexander is a beast, and I am not loving starting any number one wide receiver versus the Packers. That secondary is good. Jair Alexander, he's gonna be a Pro Bowler if like this year. If not this year, definitely next. Like he's on his way to being locked down. And Michael Gallup's back this week, so we'll see if he plays. They're who. Dropped him in mm. this league. I went and used a claim. I was like third waiver claim, and I claimed Michael Gallup. Like I couldn't believe it. Um, but from what I've been reading on Gallup, like he's very iffy to play this week. It sounds like they're going to wait a week, but he might be kind of pressing the issue to get back against Dallas. It's a pretty prime time matchup. Players love to play in big games, so oh yeah. So I could. That's see why I think like. Up. Adams wants to play, but there's no way Adams plays. I don't want Adams playing as a Packers fan. Turtoe's yeah. tricky. Yeah, rest it up. I, 
Like I wouldn't mind if Adam sat out a couple weeks as an Adams owner. Like get your your toe right because he at wide receiver it's a very footwork dominant position. Like there are your physical like freaks like DK Metcalf, uh, back when like Calvin Johns, like Julio Jones is another guy like in the league now that's like Kenny Galladay. Those are like physically dominant wide receivers where they don't really get their separation from their footwork. Most wide receiver, like good wide receivers, I would say, get it from their footwork and getting a release off the line. And so that's what worries me about like ankle injuries, foot injuries, toe injuries with wide receivers because it's, it's how they create their separation. Yeah, and Devontae Adams, he gets off the line almost better than anyone. Exactly. So it, it's worrisome. Um, definitely something to monitor. I wouldn't like panic trade him at all. Like he'll be fine in a couple weeks, but it's definitely something that will linger. It's not like he's going to be fine. Play this week. He might be out a week, played a couple weeks from now. Agree with that. Um, on to pistols picks. Pistols picks last week, two and three, which is actually not bad for that week. You're teetering at 500. Yeah. yeah. It was a brutal week for picks. Last no, it week. was Vegas probably killed it oh yeah nobody could cover um but on to this week first game jets at eagles sam darnold not playing eagles are covering 14 and a half at home i agree yeah i just think that's easy a lock it that's in. a lock and this one just kills me packers at cowboys i think cowboys are covering three and a half i think it's gonna be by four or more i i don't know that's Three and a half, I, I would say three or two and a half would be a lock for me, personally. I think uh, I think Green Bay is really good. I think they're better than Dallas is my thing. And so, I think they could win that game, Green Bay at Dallas. I'd agree with you if Devontae Adams was playing. I just think that's a huge loss. I don't trust. It's not like they were using them outside of last week. I mean, Scantling and Ger- is Geronimo Allison going to torch the Cowboys? Jimmy Graham is. He had one good game. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Graham, if he go, if he goes back to being New Orleans, Jimmy Graham for just a half, maybe a day. <laughs> Nine I, targets last week. Oh my, yeah. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> next one: Colts at Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs covering eleven. I think, I, it, I think I, it'll be close the first half. I think they pull away in the third and fourth. I mean, the Chiefs smacked the Colts last year in the playoffs with Andrew Luck. But something just tells me this game's going to be close. If T.Y. Hilton's out and he's iffy, I don't think I just don't think the Colts can keep up. I think T.Y.'s going to play, though. He practiced. He practiced. He's a guy that never practices and still plays. Well, one time, a few weeks ago, he played. He was out at halftime. So True. That's risky. I just don't think they have the firepower to keep up. And oh, this one, Pat's at... Skins fifteen and a half, book the Patriots. Yeah, I would have taken put seventeen. The, put the bank account on it. I think Colt McCoy or Haskins. I don't <laughs> yeah. care who's starting. That's gonna be a slaughter fest there. Yeah, I don't think the Skins are scoring fifteen points. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, I got Baltimore bouncing back at Pittsburgh. I got them covering three and a half. I like Baltimore in that matchup. That one, three. I hate three and a half point spreads. <laughs> like. Give me the half point. Nick is like all on that. Like I, I want three. I can't give up three and a half and lose on a three point win by Baltimore. That's you can buy the buy, buy, the, buy the half, half point. Buy the half point. 
That's what I, that's my recommendation because I could see Baltimore winning by three. I I think Pittsburgh's gonna really grind out. I they're playing with some passion, like you saw it Monday night against the Bengals. That defense was playing hard. That's where I think Pittsburgh, and that's when when they went and traded for uh, Mika Fitzpatrick. Mika Fitzpatrick from the Dolphins. They were saying, "No, we're gonna be good through defense." And we're going to manage with Mason Rudolph. I don't think Pittsburgh's elite by any means. They're not like a top-end team in the league anymore. But I think they're saying we're going to be competitive. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and uh, those are the picks for this week. Lock them in and off to Max's Millies. Make some money. Um, Max's Millies this week. Um, as far as like tournament stacks go, I'm looking to like stack the Atlanta-Houston game. The Green Bay Dallas game, Colts Kansas City, and Arizona Cincinnati. So that's like as far as tournaments go. I'll be doing like a, I have like a stack with Julio Hopkins, Fuller, Ridley, and then filling in the rest of my lineup. And I'll I'll be doing some of the same with like Green Bay Dallas. I'll probably do like a, a Zeke Aaron Jones. Um, maybe add in like a Jimmy Graham kind of stack that game a little bit. As far as Indianapolis Kansas City. I would be doing a like chief stack, obviously. I wouldn't probably do a contrarian stack because of the point spread. I think that's going to be a kind of a blowout for the Chiefs in. As far as doing a DFS, that's what you're hoping for. Like, And then Arizona-Cincinnati, that's going to be... You can stack, honestly, any side of that game, I think. Um, so those are kind of like my tournament plays. I would be looking towards players. Like if it's close between a player, I would be picking between those teams. Uh, as far as my cash game lineups, my picks for quarterback are Carson Wentz at 6,100, uh, home versus the Jets, and then Andy Dalton at 5,700, home versus Arizona. I think a lot of people are on that Andy Dalton train, though. I think just so, too. That price. Yeah, the price is really good, and it's just been a very trendy thing to do versus Arizona. So the ownership is going to be higher. I think Wentz. I think Wentz is going to be sneaky good. I like Wentz this week, especially for that price. I think it's a great price against the Jets. Um, some kind of tournament flyerish players. I'm looking at like Deontay Johnson and uh, Jalen Samuels. I like both their prices. Samuels, if you're going like cheaper running back, he's at 4100 If they use him like they did last week, he had 10 carries, like seven, eight catches. He's that, a good player. He's a very good player. And so, if you – like, that's cheap, 4,100. Yeah, he's going to get some looks. I think they're going to continue using that wildcat. And he can catch the ball out of the backfield. And James Conner, who knows? I could get injured. Like, he's always hobbling or something in every game. Yeah, so I I like some Jalen Samuels as far as tournament play. I wouldn't do that in a cash game. Um, Cash games, I'm looking more conservative routes, more guaranteed opportunity. Um Kind of like a David Johnson is a guy that I'm looking to get into my cash game lineup. Uh, Zeke, obviously, as far as running backs go. Um, I think Carlos Hyde, if you're looking to go cheaper, I think his workload and the game flow of that Atlanta-Houston game, I think Hyde's got a good – like, Hyde's been super solid. Like, he hasn't hit that touchdown. Uh, He he got five targets last week, so. That's great for Hyde. I think that uh, Atlanta-Houston game – you can pick almost any, but I think that's just that's a good game out. to pick in. Like oh, yeah. I would do a lot of stacks with Atlanta, Houston. I mean, and then same thing with Indianapolis, Kansas City. They have like a 
I think they're over under 56 last time I checked. And Atlanta Houston's 49 second highest point total. So the over on that. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're getting over 50 points, it's a good opportunity to get some touchdowns, honestly, and yards production, stuff like that. Um, As far as wide receivers go, uh, cheap options for tournament plays on Tate, Keyshawn Johnson. I think on Tate's like probably one of my favorites. He's 3,500. I've got him in our DFS yeah, uh, weekly. I've got to put him in there. He's actually gotten a decent amount of looks and targets the flat last few weeks. Yeah. I mean, literally at the snap of the football, Andy Dalton was like staring him down. So you got to like seeing that. Um, I like Wolf Fuller at 4,500 once again. Like, his price just keeps like staying right there, and it's just such a good price for like a boom bust game, in my opinion. Like for tournament lineups, not cash game. Like Fuller's not a cash play. Fuller's more of like a a tournament play guy. Uh, Atlanta's secondary is just awful. They made the Titans receivers look great last week, and Will Fuller, like he's just due, and he's due to break out. Um, I like Sanders, Allison. Fitz, just to kind of give you guys some other names. Don't really need to dive too deep into the matchup. Um, and then at tight end, I like Jimmy Graham a lot at 4,300. I think that's gonna, that's more of like my cash game play. Uh, I think Eifert's more of like a tournament play. I don't – he might be highly owned. It's His his snaps, like you were saying, aren't very high. So I don't know how much the public is really going to be on the Eifert train. I just – I think he's very touchdown dependent. I think he needs to score. Yeah, and I mean that's kind of Arizona's <laughs> kind of been giving up some touchdowns to uh, tight ends, so I think it's high likelihood. Uh, and then Greg Olson, obviously, I think is a good play. Um, he's highly targeted in that offense. And then my defensive play is the Chargers versus Denver at twenty seven hundred. That's a good one. Um, I love Tampa Bay. At Tampa Bay is a good play too against Teddy Bridgewater. I'll love take that, that twenty two hundred. So that'll wrap up my uh, Max's Millie picks. Uh, final segment of the show, Boaster Roast. This will be a, uh, a weekly weekly thing, kind of hot takes we're doing for the weekend, and then we'll uh, kind of look over those on the uh, Tuesday show. So, um, Pete, move it off. Yeah, hopefully we do uh, better than last week. Went 0 for 2. Yeah. Uh, this one, I've got this guy in two leagues. I think Deshaun Watson, I think he hits 35 points minimum, finishes QB1 this week. 35, 35 points and a six points per passing touchdown? Yeah, six okay. points. I was going to say, 35 and a four point. No, it's six points. Six league. points per passing touchdown. Okay, in our league, 35 points. All right. I think he's just That's gonna, spicy. That's a ton of points. He's going to roast Atlanta. That's a shootout. Um, I've got David Montgomery scoring at least 20 points. Man, you want to talk about dying on the sword. I will die on that sword. That date will get. I mean, he's playing Oakland, so he's going to get the carries. I just hope he gets them in the first points. second quarter. Put I hope Nagy gives him the ball. Put him up. 20 points. Dave Montgomery. PPR format. We'll see. PPR. It's going to be close. I can see Tyree Cohen scoring a receiving touchdown. I can see that. I, I think it's going to be a big dose of uh, Dave Montgomery. I, if it doesn't happen this week, though, I'm, oh, you'll, you'll stick I'll with still, I'll still believe it. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thanks for uh, listening to the show. Uh, we'll be doing another podcast on Tuesday. Hopefully uh, 
send us some questions on Facebook. If you need start sit questions, we're happy to answer those. Uh, share with your friends, help us out, grow the channel. Until next time, Mad Max, Pistol Pete here. Later.